0: Hello Beauty News family! Welcome to Beauty News. This is the 26th of March edition. We're going to be talking about new released beauty products and updates of one thing. That one thing is something that we talked about a little while ago um, and we have some more information about it. It is from
1: Too Faced. Alright, so this is the Teddy Bear b-a-r-e because they need to be a little bit cheeky Uh, the teddy Mm -hmm. bear collection which looks to be a limited edition collection currently available on the sephora website the u.s sephora website is a lip injection extreme beasting lip plumper in the shade beasting which is a light bronze with gold sparkle this is 29 us dollars like I said, it's available now. Um, they also have the Teddy Bear It All eyeshadow palette, which is up on the Sephora website, but it's saying out of stock, so it'll be coming very soon. This is forty-five US dollars, and this is an interesting one. So we saw uh, some sort of blurry photos of this that Jared shared, um, but now we've seen some high-res images and. It looks like there's some different textures in there that we haven't seen before from Too Faced palettes. This is giving me major Huda vibes. There's a couple of, like, uh, marbled shades. These we refer to as the burger patties because these look like hamburger patties. Mm -hmm. And then it looks like there's two almost cream metallic shades. Uh, On the Sephora website, they do list these as being separate to the other pressed eyeshadows because the weight is different. So there's two large pans of matte eyeshadow. These are two grams each. There's two metallic eyeshadows. These are 0.8 grams. And then there's the rest, which are 0.9 grams. So 14 shades in total, but there are different sort of textures going on here. Uh, They describe this as being uh, 14 luxurious colors inspired by your softest teddy bear. They say that it delivers high impact seductive color for looks that range from barely there to positively sexy. (laughs) Shit. Uh, But they're saying it's a 14 warm and sensual neutral tones. Uh, They really talk about a lot of sexy here. And oh, also, it's scented. It smells like honey gra- graham graham cracker. We read that as graham, graham. But, we, but we know it's graham. Yeah, it's graham. It's graham cracker. Graham. The lip gloss and the eyeshadow palette look to be coming to the Too Faced website on the 5th of April. But what's coming on the 19th is the bronzer that we haven't yet spoken about. This is the Teddy Bear at All bronzer. 32 US dollars um, and it's supposed to be a natural sun-kissed glow for the face eyes and body and it's infused with manuka honey and cinnamon
0: now why is there cinnamon in it I I don't don't know I I think it's just to irritate skin yeah (laughs) the manuka honey calms the skin and the cinnamon irritates it yeah like it balances balances each other out so in actual fact it's just pointless that they're even in there I don't know. I don't really see anything here that's interesting. This is all pretty standard two-faced stuff along with their trying to be like kids and sex. Yeah. The kids and sex Childish thing, separate and sex. it. Like it's ju- I just it makes me feel really uncomfortable. I don't like it. And I'm not saying that adults can't be interested in like teddy bears and stuff. It's not that at all. It's the fact that, you know, young, this brand often targets younger people with the way they design their Mm -hmm. packaging and they theme their makeup. And I just, I don't know, I feel like they need to be a little bit more responsible about um, how they put those two things together. I, I think in, you've nailed like, it on the head They shouldn't there. put those things together at all. Yeah, they like, need to... be just they need, really inappropriate.
1: Yeah, they need to definitely be a lot more, um, yeah, responsible with what they're doing. The one thing I wanted to say about this bronzer is that this sums up how it is, I think, even though they might say, no, it's for adults, no, it's for adults, and the price tag, what kids have this money, um, this is very desirable for children. And if you Mm. are an adult and you love teddy bears, I know there's heaps of people out there that are like that and go for your like go for your life. I'm not judging what you're interested in. But this is not sexy. There is no way in hell this teddy bear on a bronzer is sexy. So why do they keep saying that it's a sexy collection and you know sensual and all this kind of stuff? The way that they they describe things that have teddy bears on it is what is wrong with this. It's not that adults can't like teddy bears or things that are cute. That's not that's not it at all. But why do they need to put in all these, um, you know, sexually descriptive words to describe it? It's a fucking bronzer with a teddy bear on it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that being targeted to kids or adults. The, the sexual undertones of it is what feels is weird rude. about this. So, yeah, if yeah. you're an adult and you're like, I'm 55 and I love this, I'm not judging you, I, but I'm going to tell no. you it ain't sexy. That's all I'm saying. No. It ain't sexy. It's it's
0: not, it's not. Teddy bears and sex just don't really go together. They shouldn't go together.
1: They shouldn't go together. No, they shouldn't.
0: Together. The only time... That they do go together is when something really fucking inappropriate is going on. And I just... I don't like this about Mm Two-Face. And it's starting to really, like... Frankly, fucking piss me off. It's fucking Even women who like teddy bears aren't fucking getting their kid off and being like, oh, I'm in my teddy bear room and it's so sexy. (laughs) No. Nobody's doing that. Okay, let's stop talking about that weird scenario and let's talk about this from BH Cosmetics. It is the spring collection. It's called Flower Power and this is hands down 60s vibes. Mm -hmm. this packaging is very 60s so we've got the flower power eyeshadow palette it's 12 us dollars there are 16 shades in there then we have the flower power blush palette this is 12 us dollars it contains four pans of pink blush and then we have the shower no wait, shower power. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That's what we, we use to clean our bathrooms here in Australia. Uh, the <laughs> Flower Power face and eye brush set. So this is a five-piece eye brush set with a makeup bag, and it is 18 US dollars. It's available now at BH BH Cosmetics.
1: Yeah, look, I like the inspiration of this from memory of the recent years there's been no real like heavy 60s themed no. makeup i think maybe when zoella did the collection with colourpop that seemed to oh flop, yeah that was sort yep. of 60s themed but this is very like psychedelic 60s like the tie dyed and the big you know is, flower yep. and the peace signs and stuff so that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a different vibe anyway um I, my only criticism, which is not a big criticism, is I don't feel like the inside and the um, inspiration work well together. I don't look at these colours and go, oh, yeah, those are 60s. But I like the colours. I no. think it's pretty. Um, yeah. it, it works for spring. It's, you know, your typical pinks, uh, the blushes are pinks. And then the eyeshadows are purples and golds and browns with a few p- pinks thrown in there. Look, it's it's cute. It's, um, it's not for me, but I, I get it. Yeah. All right, next thing, we've got a lip serum from Buxom Cosmetics. So they've launched the Plump Shot Collagen Infused Lip Serum. So this is obviously a lip serum that is help that's supposed to help plump your lips. Uh, they're saying that it's clinically shown to plump lips by 18%. Is that really that like a noticeable difference? I... I question I that. I think
0: this is... Yeah, I think
1: this is a scam, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, look, we haven't discussed this, but I feel like we're yeah, going to bring yeah. up the same point because it's something I, that I have I a little bit of an so. issue with. Uh, anyway, yeah. so this is, it's a blend of vegan collagen, hyaluronic acid, tripeptides, uh, subaki oil and avocado yeah. oil. So it's supposed to all help. Make your lips fuller, plumper, minimise the look of ageing and wrinkles and lines. It's now available at Ulta Beauty for $25 US and it's in a clear shade. Um, the issue that I have is this before and after swatch. Yeah, you're they line you. the outside Why of the lips to I make it that? look like it's bigger. Why? But it's the same lip line as it's the non-glossed lips. If you, if you actually have something to show, if you are
0: actually showing, look, our product does something that is like noticeable, you're going to actually see a difference after you apply it. You don't have to then highlight that thing in a photo because if people can't point it out themselves, you shouldn't be saying that it's fucking noticeable plumping
1: difference. For fuck's yeah. sake, this is bullshit. But this This is an optical illusion. You know how, like, this is an optical illusion because if you zoom in, if you were to follow the lip line of the non glossed Mm -hmm. side, it would be the same line. The only thing that looks different is that it looks juicier and, yeah, it looks like the probably the lines are a little bit more filled in and plumped up Mm -hmm. in that regard, but the lip line hasn't changed. And I think what's cheeky about this is if you just look at it and you're scrolling by, you go, okay, by lining the lips, it looks like the lip line is bigger, but the line is outside, like the white line is outside the lip line, which is what makes it look artificially bigger.
0: Notice how they've used two lines not just one
1: yeah exactly because if right. you
0: just use the inside line then it shows you there's no difference and if Correct. you use the outside line it looks like you've widely like drawn line around yep. the lips yeah and then you're like well that looks fucking ridiculous you can actually see if you look in close up on the woman of color's lips they're totally overdrawn with that line look this is is, how much 25 us dollars
1: yeah look i it is a pretty looking gloss like it the lips do look healthier and plump but that is what a lip gloss does um exactly yeah i feel like this is this is cheeky this is fucking cheeky and if you want to try it because you like the brand or you just like the idea of a serum that adds like anti-wrinkle kind of benefits and whatnot Go for it. But if you're buying it based on this photo, you've Don't been Don't get sucked
0: in. You've been duped. Yep. Okay, Chanel. Let's talk about the Coco Bloom Rouge collection. So this is releasing for spring 2021. And they are a bunch of lipsticks. There's 20 shades. They're retailing for 40 US dollars each. And they call them a lipstick that combines long wearing intense color and a high shine finish with hydrating benefits. The formula is supposed to glide on smoothly so lips feel comfortable and soft while looking vibrant, full and supple. The caps on these lipsticks are also transparent so you can see what color they are when you've stored
1: them what gets me about this and i think these swatches are probably not done in the best lighting to show the colors Mm. but it pretty much looks like five shades of brownie nude and 15 shades of red Red. <laughs> Which I'm yep, not I'm not much. opposed to. I love brownie nudes and I love reds, but this doesn't mm. really do it justice, does it?
0: I mean, you can see just based on the marketing image where they've got them all sort of standing up, this is basically all red collection with a few pinks and nudes thrown in. Yeah. It's I don't know, I feel like it becomes redundant at some point.
1: Yeah, you do question why they're releasing twenty shades when they mm. all do look quite similar but again look if you're a red lover you get quite specific with the shade of red that you like so it's good that they're doing a variety but at the same time um if you're a red lover probably glossy red isn't your favorite because it smears and moves i feel like this they should have fleshed out the nudes a lot more here but it looks pretty enough All right, we've got a new lipstick from Charlotte Tilbury. This is the new Look of Love lipstick in the shade Nude Romance. Darlings, if you love my iconic Pillow Talk shade, you will fall in love with my new K-I-S-S-I-N-G lipstick in Nude Romance. (laughs) This is a magical peachy nude uh, lipstick in a refillable bejeweled case. That would be every bride's best friend, every supermodel's runway secret, and everyone's party trick to cheat your most luscious lips, etc., uh, etc. Et it is, uh, you know, it's, it, and it goes look,
0: on and on and on. It Charlotte really Tilbury
1: and Jared should become best friends. I feel like they would have the wildest phone conversations and text messages. Oh, yeah. Darling.
0: I agree. agree.
1: Darling. darlings. So um, anyway, it's available now exclusively at, Char- at Charlotte Tilbury for 37 US dollars. It's a nice brownie nude. I like it. Yeah. Like, pillow Talk I like is sort too. of a pinky nude. This is a brownie nude. This is my favorite shade. I love it. It's pretty.
0: Yeah. I really like the look of this. I just think they carry on like a fucking head uh, chicken with its head cut off in the way that they describe these lipsticks. Like... Calm the fuck down. Yeah. It's a lipstick with really pretty packaging to be fair.
1: And a really pretty shade. And look, it probably deserves a little bit of hype, but not 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 the Charlotte Tilbury hype. But for people that are like, these bitches are too mean and critical, if I was placing an order for Charlotte Tilbury, I would I'd buy buy that. I would buy it. It's my shade. I'd definitely give it a crack. Yep.
0: If you think we're being fucking critical, you do not know us well enough. A lot of that
1: was just sarcasm, <laughs> and a lot of that was reading from their actual like description. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It, look, they exactly.
1: they they deliver this information. They
0: did to that us. to themselves.
1: <laughs> they did. They did.
0: Okay, ColourPop. We have their latest collection. This is a collaboration with Lizzie McGuire. So they're saying that uh, it's certified cute. She's creative. She's cool. She's smart. She's Lizzie McGuire. Um, this is basically, ah, oh, look, it is literally the colourpop formula in a collection, so let's go through it. We have a 12 pan palette that's called What Dreams Are Made Of, there is a lip scrub, there is four So Juicy Plumping Glosses, there's two Glitterly Obsessed Glitter Gels and two Pressed Powder blushes. so there's nothing like innovative in this collection. Um, And before we talk about the things in depth, uh, it's launching on the 26th of March at 10am. So when you're watching this, it'll be like, if you're watching this first thing, it'll be soon, but if you're watching this later, it'll be out, or more likely sold out by the time you get to it. But, um, look, I don't... Lizzie McGuire was... It came out when I was too old to give a fuck about that shit. So I have no idea if this is relevant. I'm just like, what is this collection? I don't... I actually have no idea.
1: Yeah, look, I'm the same as you. I'm a little bit younger than Hayley, but I was too old to watch Lizzie McGuire. Like, I knew of it, and I was aware that it was a show, and I'd seen it scrolling through the channels, but I never actually watched it. Look... I w- I probably am more familiar with Hilary Duff's movies because I was watching you know mm-hmm. her movies around that time, but uh, Lizzie McGuire wasn't. I was too. I was just a little bit too old for it. Um, I think mm. the color story with the pinks and the purples and the yellows and the flowers and the cartoons and all that kind of stuff. I think it suits. My question mm-hmm. is though, are people look okay? There's going to be a lot of people that love this colour story and this vibe and the aesthetics of this, even though they're uh, maybe 28, 29, 30, and this is like their main sort of, they they watched this growing up, they loved the show. So maybe they do want to wear bubblegum pinks and glittery pinks all over their, you know, maybe that's their vibe. But I still feel mm-hmm. like this to be quite junior, but it's a property that hasn't really been around for like decades now, and they mm. were going to do was it a new show or a new movie? But that got canned. Oh,
0: okay, right. Yeah, they
1: were going to revamp it with Hilary Duff as being like Lizzie McGuire, where she's at now. But that actually got cancelled. Mm. So right, I feel yeah. like that they might have organised this to coincide with that, but it never eventuated. So this is a strange one. It's I see the color story as targeting tweens. Um, mm. But the tweens don't probably don't really watch Lizzie McGuire, so it's a it's an interesting yeah. one. I'm I'm curious to see what people think about this because again, we're not Lizzie McGuire fans. We're not like fans of this color story, but there yeah. might be people out there that are like, I've been waiting for this. This is the most amazing thing ever, or maybe it's mm. just missed the mark. We don't. I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. I don't like, know. is this too late I mean, for the Lizzie McGuire fans?
0: Yeah, and look. I feel like whenever a brand releases a collaboration collection like this at the moment, they are stepping into a territory where this has been happening for quite some time. You know, brands are bringing out these nostalgic collections and one day the floor will fall out from underneath them. Like it happens with everything, you know, like Mm -hmm. people get sick of cool-toned palettes, warm palettes, nude palettes, then it's colourful palettes and it's like hopper blue in an eyeshadow or it's, you know, we kind of didn't see all that many matte liquid lipsticks being released there for a little while because the market was sort of oversaturated with them and we started seeing more glossy lips coming back and traditional things. So, you know, everything sort of comes in these... Waves of popularity, and I'm interested to see how much longer brands can make this nostalgia thing go for because they will flog it like it's a dead horse, like Mm -hmm. they will fucking go and go and go until it is literally super dead. Um, and I, I mean, not saying that this is going to be the collection that does that by any means, but. I am interested to see how far they can take it before that moment happens, before that penny drops, basically.
1: Yeah, and I think this could be a tipping point um, in terms of... I think this would be interesting to watch to see if it does sell out fast because Mm. I think going into the things like Sailor Moon and Hello Kitty and Animal Mm. Crossing, things that have been popular for a long time and are still relevant, I Mm. feel like they just probably feel like they can do no wrong and I feel like yeah. this one's a little yeah. bit more iffy because, again, it is, it's is—it's the nostalgia buttons for a group of people but it's no longer relevant. So is that enough mm. for it to sell? And I don't think the colour story alone is going to make this sell because this colour no. story is very, fami- uh, very similar to other things they've released in the past. Um, and, like, the lip glosses, like, I don't mind um, – this juicy lip gloss formula Mm. but how many like they they all are quite sheer they all sort of look the same the lips how many do you really need so yeah i'm curious to see if this does flop which i'm not saying it will but if this is one of the start like the start of some flopping collaborations Mm. i still feel like it's going to take a long time for brands to stop because a they have a lot probably in the works already and they've purchased Mm -hmm. the rights to use the images and whatever. So they're going to just keep going with it. But also they probably made so much money in the past that it can keep it afloat for at least a little while. Like I feel like we're going to have to have like six months, a year of flops before they're going to stop doing it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Look, all I can say about this is if we are going to start doing irrelevant collaborations, so Collaborations with properties that have a nostalgia feel that are irrelevant and no longer on TV. Can somebody please do a Super Ted one? Because yeah. uh, I would buy that. <laughs> and, um, funny yes! and Funny Bones.
1: Yes! Funny Bones. Yes! Love do
0: it. it. Love it. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, okay, I'm not going to buy the Lizzie McGuire thing because I don't get it, but I'm not anti. Um, nostalgic collection i just think that brands like they are driving it into the ground and it's getting a bit like
1: is this another week another one yeah
0: yeah yeah like is this really like is this what is currently keeping your head above water because that's really sad you're you're not even really like just surviving on your own merit now you're surviving with the help of something else that's massively popular all
1: right speaking of matte liquid lipsticks we Mm. actually have some new ones which i don't mind because i'm getting back into matte liquid lips i have to say wearing masks and whatnot they are great if you get a good one they are helpful you can put them on when you're going out to the shops yeah and then you take off your mask and you're like like nothing ever happened it's all good Um, so we've got some from dior these are the rouge dior forever liquid they're 38 us dollars and they're available now all right so these are described as transfer proof liquid lipsticks they're ultra pigmented they're matte ultra lightweight comfort awesome so this is supposed to be dior's first ultra pigmented liquid lipstick that doesn't transfer in vibrant ultra matte colors uh, it's got optimal coverage, whatever that means, uh, striking colours, and it won't settle into fine lines, it won't fade, smudge, or feather, even on fabric and masks. Oh, See? We, it we predicted this. Yeah. We, it's happening. Mask it's happening. So yeah, so we were saying in uh trend predictions for 2021, we we're saying that there will be like a Squeals from babies. Ignore that. I guess resurgence of matte makeup, punch yep. proof makeup, whether it's uh, foundation or lip products because of yep. masks and we're starting and like, to see it from Dior. Yeah. Thank you, Dior, and the t- making us correct.
0: Like testing done around how it wears with a mask, stuff like that. And I think you'd be yes. a fool of a brand not to do those sort of tests before you release a makeup item at this time or in this current climate, because if you can make a claim that is positive in the way of wearing your makeup with masks, it should be made, (laughs) because now it's the time to do it.
1: Yeah, I think I saw only today on Instagram, Elf were trying to promote that with some of their long wear lip products being like, you can wear it for eight hours under a mask, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, brands are starting to do it. Um, Okay, so this is supposed to push the limits of long wear, uh, with an ultra lightweight formula uh, with no heavy makeup effect and the comfort of a bare lip feel. It's supposed to coat the lips with seamlessly flexible weightless film and unprecedented vibrant colour. It sounds like I think amazing. these are meant to be like intensely pigmented. I'm down for this. So it comes in 11 shades And two of them are iconic Dior colours that have been reformulated into this liquid format. So that is the iconic 999 Red, which has become the 999 Forever Dior. (laughs) And there's also the Universal 100 Nude, which becomes the 100 Forever Nude. So if you like those shades, you can get it in this formula along with nine other shades. Look, I like the shade range. You've got some nice brownie tone nudes, you've got some nice pinky tone nudes, reds, uh, sort of berries, and also some like dark brick type reds. Mm. I think it looks cool. I want to try this. this. I'm down. This look. I'm loving a long-wear matte lip, but lightweight, flexible, non-feathering, non-all these kind of things. Sounds like they've That's done something amazing. The if they, Yeah, if they can pull this off, this mm. sounds like it might bring back matte liquid lipsticks because mm. um, in this current climate, they're very handy.
0: Yes. Dominique Cosmetics. We have a new collection. This is called Now or Never. And it's inspired by strong women who take risks, follow their dreams, and make history. So there is a six-pan palette that contains four mattes, one press glitter, and a silky pearl shade. Then we have the hydrating lip glosses in strawberry lemonade and peach tea. These are backed by popular demand, so they're existing lip glosses. I'm just... I'm stuck on this now and I have to ask, does the peach tea one actually smell like peach tea?
1: Because if it does... Or the strawberry lemonade. Yeah. Look, if someone can confirm if these are scented like the names, let us know because even though this is pink and I don't wear pink gloss, I kind of want it.
0: Yes, I know. How bad is that? So these are all available now at Dominique Cosmetics. Uh, The pigment palette is $26. The hydrating lip glosses are $17 each. And you can get the Now or Never bundle for $54.
1: Before we do move on, I do want to say one positive thing and one negative thing that I personally feel about this collection. Mainly the palette, but also oh, probably the lip glosses, whatever. Um I do like that this is inspired by strong women, but they don't need to do what Ciarte did and like mm. name strong women from history. Yeah, like actually and using sort of their name. Yeah, but in a sort of semi-cash-grab disrespectful way, like when I was reading the comments from that video, I didn't see anyone saying, oh, I love that idea. That was great. Some people might say, I like the concept behind it, but it was really badly executed Um, Mm -hmm. and they could have chosen a lot more appropriate shades for the person, like Mm -hmm. actually looked into the person and found a shade that was more appropriate for them. Um, It just felt like a cash grab. So. I'm glad they're not doing that, but they are doing like the empowering woman thing, which is fine. What I feel like I'm a fairly empowered woman and I just feel it's a little bit tacky to be like, oh, we want to empower women. Here's some pink glitter and some neon pink eyeshadows because that's what empowered women wear. Like that sort of is a bit patronising, even though it's coming from a woman. This sounds like... This seems like it'd be something that would come from Jared, Like, totally fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, empowered women need to wear pink because... you Have you seen Legally Blonde? Oh, my God. Like, fucking no. Yeah, so that... That, to me, there's a little bit in my head going, oh, this is a little bit shit, but, you know. At least it's better than Ciarte. Yeah. All right, we've got some new nail polishes from Holo Taco. They are pumping out the releases these days look Mm -hmm. they're clearly onto a good money maker good on her um so we've got some new creme polishes so the new shades there's uh banana hacks i read that as banana hammocks is that bad (laughs) no banana hacks there's duct tape gray and green screen so these are the new shades obviously yellow gray and green and they're very like Obvious colors. Like if you oh, think of yeah. yellow, this is the yellow. If you think of gray, this is the gray. If you think of green, it's here. Yep. Uh, but they've also reformulated their signature royalty blue shade, which is now reformulated with a medium width rounded creme brush. Mm. So there you go. Uh, they're currently available each for 11 US dollars, or you can buy the bundle for 40 us dollars so you save four dollars and uh there you go some more cremes to pad out the range excellent i question though okay this blue mm-hmm. is like my favorite color blue ever so you know it obviously especially with the matte finish the matte top coat mm-hmm. i'm like that is my favorite color blue what was wrong with it first time around that they had to reformulate because i've only heard nothing but good things about holo taco yeah
0: i'm not too sure i know a lot of people didn't like the skinny brush that's the only like um complaint i've heard other than um i think people said that they dry really quickly so if you are working slowly with the polish you know how when Nail polish start, okay, yeah, 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 it starts to get dry, which it's thickening up and then you're trying to pull the brush through, it kind of ruins the finish mm. of it. I have heard a few people mention that, but I don't actually know what the specific issue was with this one. Laneige has a new product for us. They are launching the Lip Treatment Balm. So this is a pearlescent daily lip treatment that coats lips in nourishing hydration, visibly smooths lip wrinkles, and boosts the look of lip fullness. It's pina colada-scented, and it's formulated with coconut oil to deeply moisturize and peptides with Uh, Sorry, Peptide and Adenosine. Uh, They're supposed to help visibly smooth and firm lip wrinkles. It also offers a cooling sensation and helps lips to look fuller. Um, There is also an applicator that is stored in the lid for easier use. This is out now when you're watching this at Sephora and it is $25. I need to say about the applicator thing in the lid
1: mm-hmm.
0: I really really like this idea where brands are trying to innovate ways of having a uh, pot product applicators like built into their lid but I've got the Fenty night cream with the applicator built into the lid and I hate it they're so oh. annoying so annoying yeah. I have like a multitude of those little applicator spoons floating around in my life. Yeah. Fucking anywhere you look, you'll see one. And I never use them. And there's a reason why I don't use them because whenever I use them, I feel like they need to be cleaned properly before they're, like, used again. And what I found with the Fenty one is I never want to use it because I still don't want to clean it and then put it back in the lid and be like, ooh, bacteria, fester.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you. Like I do have – and Laneige have those little uh, spatula things that they come with their night lip treatment. Yeah. Um, But, again, to use it you then need to sort of clean it. The reason why – Okay, and people are going to think this is grubby. That's fine. The reason why I don't tend to use them is Mm -hmm. because I do my night routine after I have a shower. So I'm clean. I don't feel like I've got bacteria all over my hands. I feel like probably my hands are cleaner than the applicator. So, you know, so for me it's not that big a deal. Because this is a day lip treatment, I can understand maybe people wanting to take this with them Mm -hmm. and, you know, apply it on the go. But I feel like, yeah, similar to what you were saying, you need to clean this to put it back in the lid so it's not grubby and disgusting, and you can't do that on the go. Also, this applicator, it looks – it doesn't look like it would be comfortable to use. I feel like this is just – we're doing this because people complain about pot lip treatments, so we're going to give them something to pacify them, but it's actually not something that generally – you'd want to use. Mm. So I feel like it's a little bit irrelevant, but some people might love it. I would give this a go. I don't mind the Laneige night treatment. I'd like to see how this works, but I can't handle coconut scented things. Yeah. And Pina Colada, I'm, I'm out. Fair this enough. Looks like it should be a beautiful, like soft vanilla, marshmallowy sort of. Yeah. Pina- I don't get Pina Colada out of this at all. No, <laughs> no. All right, another lip treatment another one because why not uh we've got a new scent to the lanolips 101 ointment these are the multi balm sort of products you can like these are notorious in the mother's sort of community for using on your nipples after breastfeeding we now have a watermelon one available so it's been added to the range that is the scentless one the strawberry the coconut the peach the green apple pear and mint so now There's watermelon. It's uh, available now $13.50 Australian dollars, Mm -hmm. so probably half the price or even cheaper than Laneige. It's a multi-award winning product. It holds 200% of its weight in moisture and it's vegetarian. Not vegan because it's made out of um, lanolin from wool, but it's available now at Lanolips, uh, David Jones, Mecca, Adore Beauty, Priceline... Cult Beauty, Bloomingdale's, Cult Beauty, coming to Sephora. There you go. It's coming everywhere.
0: Okay, we have a new lip product from MAC. Uh, this is the liquid version of their Love Me Lipstick range. So uh, it's a new special lip glaze that supplies up to 12 hours of hydration to the lips while still packing a punch with pigment. Um, how many shades are there? Too many to count. There's twenty shades, and uh, it's currently available in select Asian markets. Launching worldwide worldwide soon.
1: Um, it's available in Australia as well. Oh, I saw is an email it? The other oh, day. okay,
0: cool. Yeah. Again, this is really red heavy. I feel like they've done. I feel like Mac do weird shit with their um with their like swatch imagery.
1: Yeah, I feel looks, like the colors are off.
0: Yeah, and it always looks over sharpened
1: to me. I'm just like, yeah, yeah.
0: come down with the with the Photoshop. Calm come your. They fun. really
1: ramp up the contrast and the. I I reckon the saturation, saturation as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it makes things look like you can tell just by the arms that they look very, very um more yellow toned yeah. than what it probably would look in real life so yeah Mm -hmm. it's hard to distinguish the shades but this is very chanel with their you know five shades of nudie browns and the rest seem to be reds or berries yeah um look i find i haven't tried the love me lipsticks yet i actually did back to mac a bunch of mac things the other day and i did pick up one um from some subscribers that uh recommended the love me lipstick they're saying it's a amazing formula Mm -hmm. and it does swatch really nicely it is just a very pink heavy range so all the nudes are very pink Mm. very mauve um it's hard to get more brownie caramel tones in the lighter shades you'll get some dark browns um but all the rest are sort of pinks and reds and oranges and they look gorgeous but you know i did i wanted to try the nude first Mm. i sort of feel like these might be like those um glossy liquid lipsticks that we like from um nabla nabla yeah Yeah. i feel like this might be a similar thing and if they are like that i'm gonna pick up a couple because there are yeah the descriptions sound really nice and knowing max range i think there's going to be a couple in here that i like so Mm. i might pick some up all right we have a new collaboration a morphe influencer collaboration of course speaking we do. of things <laughs> yeah speaking of things that were done to death to the point that people no longer care
0: yeah Morphe
1: influencer collaborations i feel yeah. like after james charles it just went like
0: i agree no one can't agree no one cares.
1: manny's manny's release did anyone buy manny's release i don't know if anyone did No. Which
0: one? Huh? Who? When? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) when, what, how? Exactly.
1: Or maybe after the Jeffree Star one, people lost. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was the last one that people actually.
0: I always forget that that collection even happened because, was it like, and I'm not being an asshole because I don't like Jeffree Star, but honestly, if you are not a Jeffree Star fan, do you even remember that collection unless someone reminds you? No.
1: No. But that's pretty much I think since the Jaclyn Hill palette and the James Charles palette, mm. I don't think there's been any collaborations that people care about. There was the pony one, yeah. there was one with like Even the Pony one. There was locked. a whole bunch that no one cares about.
0: Yeah. A lot of them are only purchased by Mega fans yeah. because they're mega fans. But anyone who buys them to review them, like that pony palette, that was People can. were like, this is shit, and I'm not even yeah. remotely surprised. Pastel palette? No, formula. because
1: it's yeah, Morphe formula, which is probably um, quite cheap and uh, works, but cheap mm. and nasty. Um, And then pastel formulas, they need to be high quality to actually look good on the eye. Mm -hmm. So pastel and cheap and nasty, they do not go together. Um, But anyway, we've got a new collaboration with Avani. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with who Avani is, but that's because I'm out of touch. Uh, I talk about products, not people. So they pretty much say express your emotions. Edgy and playful looks are all yours with this one-of-a-kind collection from Avani. It includes... For the Bebs artistry palette, 30 US dollars. The Baycation luminous bronzer available in sh- three shades, 20 US dollars each. Whoa! Glow face and body illuminator, 12 US dollars. The red lip duo, 12 US dollars. The black lip duo, 12 US dollars. The Lil Beb mini lip gloss kit, 14 no not 14 fucking read 19 us dollars this is available now at morphe.com us morphe stores and pretty little thing it's coming early april to the uk and europe morphe stores and the 18th of april at Ulta. they don't say anything about australia but i don't care because i don't want it anyway no um, you
0: can keep it don't bring it here it's a waste you can of keep space. it.
1: i like that they've brought out three bronzers like If you're going to bring out bronzers, have a few different shades. I like that. We haven't seen the different shades yet, so I don't know Mm. what they look like. Hopefully, we've got an image to put on the screen. But what we have seen is quite a colourful, sort of like a James Charles palette, but without the neutral middle, Mm. like the nude middle. Like, it's got all the rainbow colours.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I was going to say, is this a new layout for them where they've got, like, Four rows of bigger eyeshadows, two rows of small eyeshadows. Yeah, it might be. If it is, like, you should just not have done
1: it. I'm just looking at a little bit more at the palette as well. It looks like the two bottom rows mm-hmm. um are designed that if you wet your brush, you can use them as liners. Right. Which you can pretty much do with any eyeshadow any anyway, eyeshadow. but yeah. there yeah. you go. It also looks mm-hmm. like the bronzers mm-hmm. are shimmery, which <laughs> is interesting choice.
0: Yeah, like the two-faced there. one was, yeah
1: yeah it looks like well not quite that one looks way more shimmery this looks like matte with the sparkle in it
0: oh okay right yep yeah the, the
1: formula that no one needs yeah, no one yeah. needs matte with sparkle in it like Matt that's just Gliena. not a thing that people need yeah
0: all right let's talk about nars um they've got something releasing in this collection i'm excited i'm gonna buy it
1: um, yes i'm actually gonna buy something from this episode and yeah, it's coming up it's coming yes, up i'm excited so this mm-hmm. is the summer
0: solstice collection it's available now exclusively at Nordstrom. I'm sure it will come elsewhere eventually. Um, they've got a new formula product in this, so there's no way that they made this just for Nordstrom. Like, don't you worry. No. Um, so, there's a summer solstice eyeshadow palette. This is a nine pan little eyeshadow palette. A lot of people were saying it looks like a Huda Beauty palette mm-hmm. fair. um it does have really cool limited edition like special NAS packaging it looks sort of like a i don't know almost like a sunburst like if you mixed a sunburst and sand together it looks a bit like that
1: it almost looks like it's cracked glass like a f- cracked phone screen yeah. and also like a sunburst like yeah it's, it's interesting <laughs> it's kind
0: of cool um, then we have the Summer Solstice Cheek Duo. So this is, it looks to be a bronzer and highlighter in, like, one single pan, which I'm yeah. I'm not here for. Um, and then we have the Sunkissed Bronzing Cream. So this retails Ooh. for $38. It comes in two shades. You've got Laguna and Casino. I'm very excited to try this. There is also a cream bronzer blush, which I am not very excited to try. Uh, But I am here for the new formula product from NARS. I'm so here for it.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping this is not just limited edition. Like it might be, but like, of course, the collection is limited edition. This is going to be their summer collection. But I'm hoping that if the cream bronzers Are popular that they keep them around yeah so if nars can create something that's a good quality and we know that these shades are really popular so laguna and casino have been around for i think decades in their range and they're the Mm. most popular shades of bronzer they have uh this could definitely replace the chanel i think it's the Anyway, I'll have it on the The screen. bronzing cream. Yeah, the bronzing cream that was reformulated a couple of summers ago and ever since Mm. they reformulated it by putting, like, coconut in it or something, coconut oil, supposedly it's just not as good. And there are some products in the market like that. Like, a few people will be like, Huda has a cream? That is a super pigmented, like, sculpting um, Mm. bronture-type product, whereas um, what I get from what I assume this is going to be is going to be more of that softer, just slight bronze, not that sculpting cream. So I'm interested to try it. I really want it to stick around if it's good. If it's trash, okay, leave. See you later. Um, I don't mind the split pan highlighter and bronzer. I think the only reason why it works is because from the swatches, the bronzer looks like it's more of an illuminating bronzer. So if you like that, shiny glowy sort of vibe then you can use that it's not really my vibe um and then the yeah i do think that the palette it's very nars it's nothing yeah. new um and it, it also looks like a multitude of nine pan uh, uh eyeshadow palettes out there so look it's a very summer collection but like you i'm really interested in those uh bronzing creams i think they mm. might be good what i'm not super interested in is the new Pat McGrath. Oh my god. Um, this is the new shade of a skin fetish sublime perfection blurring under eye powder in the shade yellow. So they're saying it's a versatile formulation that can be used alone or with your regular shade as a targeted way to brighten and spot neutralize redness. Uh, upon application, eyes look awakened, bright, and perfectly primed for colour artistry. It's available now for 30 US dollars. So essentially it's just a shade extension. They're adding a sort of colour correcting shade into their powder range. What annoys me a little bit, I had to live through the era where people thought banana powder was the answer to everything because they thought Makeup by Mario used it on, on Kim Kardashian, which he actually didn't. Which was the funny part about it? He came out years later to be like, "No, I actually didn't use banana powder," but all of a sudden that became like the trick. Like, oh, it's, it's like when people discovered contouring and highlighting. It was just yeah. everyone overdid contouring, highlighting, and as soon as people thought that yellow under your eyes was the answer to all brightness and amazingness. Every brand and their dog brought out a banana powder and it was a bad time. So this mm. brings me like a little bit of trauma from remembering going to work and looking in the mirror a couple of hours later and seeing dark like oxidised yellow bags under my eyes and being like, what have I just done? What the, what the um, fuck?
0: Yeah. We were always or well, I was always taught that banana powders are actually best used on people of color because they have different like skin pigmentation problems to what you know fairer skin people do and i was always trained like always keep a a yellow powder in your kit because if you have someone who's got darker skin sit down in your chair that's going to be one of those things that's really helpful for like brightening up their color complexion and making them look fresh um so yeah i i also never really understood the banana powder craze like cat (laughs) cats traumatized i was almost also traumatized because i was just like why are white people using this it's not for you (laughs) um but I think the issue that I have with this is this one marketing image where it looks like a a 1995 like Microsoft Paint gradient swatch like the yeah. pen does not even look real. It's no. irritating well, it's me. No,
1: it's not. I would say it's not real. Well, you can no, actually it's see not. the yeah. gradiating where you they've can. Yeah, digitally you can. done it's, that.
0: It's terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, look. yeah. I agree with you. The only time I've seen yellow powder, and again, like pink powder, yellow powder, they're used to brighten different skin tones, but the way she's described or they've described how this works, it's misleading. It's misleading. Mm -hmm. If they said, look, we're bringing out a yellow powder because it's great for brightening the under eye area of people with deeper skin tones, I would be like, Fantastic. Awesome. Mm. Brands should be bringing these out for deeper skin tones, but don't say that you can spot um, targeted brightening of uh, redness with with by it, putting yellow on top of it. That's not colour theory. Yellow, it doesn't work.
0: Yellow doesn't neutralise red. Um, yellow makes red orange.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, unless it has green in it, which... It might. I wouldn't trust the images of the swatch or the pan. Um, it might have green in it. That might help redness a tiny bit, but why? If, if they're saying they're saying it's for the under eye, who who has redness under their eyes? It's not. I just... I don't really understand this brand and the longer they're around I'm just like what <laughs> what some of the claims I just don't I don't get it.
1: All right, moving on to Sol de Nero, they've launched a new body cream. This is the Bomb mm. de Bright Body cream. It's supposed to be a retexturizing and nourishing daily body cream with fruit AHA's and vitamin C to reveal visibly brighter, smoother skin. Um, it is scented with an irresistible, warm, rich notes of black, amber, plum, and vanilla woods. What
0: does black, amber, plum smell like? I'm trying to imagine. What and is vanilla, vanilla woods? I don't
1: know. Did the- <laughs> it's just like word salad it's available now at sol de janeiro and sephora it's 45 us dollars for the large 240 mil tub or 20 dollars for the smaller 75 mil i'm curious about the scent but it's added to the range yeah. if you like their range and their scents and whatnot uh you might love this
0: i um i really like the idea of an exfoliating body moisturizer because mm-hmm. i feel like the body is it's denied the joys of what we give to our facial skin um so i like the idea of this and also if you get keratosis pilaris i get it in winter where i'm wearing pants all the time on the backs of my legs and it's horrible because you take your pants off and you feel like a lumpy bumpy thing Mm -hmm. um (laughs) And products like this can be really, really helpful because they help to exfoliate. Um, so I would maybe try it if it's not stinky. Yeah,
1: I, exactly. I feel you. I, I, I totally agree. I feel like one area that we're seeing a few brands dip into, but I want to see more, is mm. body serums or... um. Yeah actives in body products because yep. I feel like brands are just like you spend a thousand dollars here up to keep your face yeah. looking good but from here down rest, you're you just use like... some trashy fucking moisturizer that all it does is stops your skin feeling dry yeah like it's I don't feel it's good enough. 100%. I feel like there needs no. to be some of it needs to trickle down I agree I, to see I
0: totally agree I also really like the color of the packaging
1: yeah it's cool
0: okay Trixie we have the back to the fuchsia collection (laughs) I like the name so this is out now when you're watching this it's available at Trixie Cosmetics um and you can also if you're in Australia Asia or New Zealand you can shop this at merch mother and it's releasing on the 26th of march at 9am eastern standard time so that'll be like now
1: now if you're watching
0: yep. this um so there's a few items here let's go through them we've got the back to the fuchsia blush palette this is 28 dollars it contains three shades. You've got Cyber Bay, which is a berry wine. There's Moon Boots, which is a Stardust Violet, and Hologram, which is Hyacinth, it's a Hyacinth highlight. There we go. Uh, we've got Indigo Sparkles, Juice Box Sparkles. So these are two like chunky glitters, I believe yeah. they are. There's also four lip glosses in duh. Chill Pill, Prism, and Synth. They are $16 each. And then there is the Blush Brush, which is $12. You get the whole bundle for $110.
1: Yeah, look, I like the name of this. I like that um, Trixie's delving into purples. Uh, I feel like this is quite Trixie. Um, And even though it's not something Mm. that I'm like, oh, I really want that sort of grey-toned, Morvi purple highlight um yeah there might be some people that do want that and it's really mm-hmm. something that's uncommon at the moment so you know go for it I think the name alone and the sort of retro vibes that Trixie's been doing lately I'm all here for I would have loved to mm-hmm. have seen one of the mini eyeshadow palettes in purples to go along with this All right, we've got a new release from Wayne Goss. These are the Radiance Mm. Boosting Face Palettes. They come in three shades, and essentially what it is, it's a bronzer and contour powder in a duo, so two pans. Um, So in each palette, you get a Radiance Boosting Bronzer. It's designed to give a sun-kissed glow to the skin. Um, It adds brightness, adds warmth. It gives a skin-just-being-kissed effect. It's not matte, not shimmery. It leaves a skin-glistening sort of effect. The way that he's written this is really fucking annoying. I'm just going to put it out there. There's a lot of full stops, Mm -hmm. but that it doesn't need to be, and it's annoying. The second shade is a True Tone Face Sculptor. This is matte. It's designed to carve out cheekbones, chisel a jaw, shape a nose, deep in an eye socket uh, it's cool toned and it's supposed to add a shadow to the areas that you want to add shadow to um, so there's a total of 16.5 grams of product across the two shades and uh, these are coming out soon we don't know exactly when but you can sign up to early access on his instagram account and he will be stocked at uh, beautylish so there we go you can see them on the screen. We've only got one image. They look very, very similar, but they just are slightly deeper than the last.
0: I really like how slim that packaging looks. Yeah. These don't look bulky at all. I am super surprised that there's not a black in every palette.
1: <laughs> Where's the black eyeshadow, Wayne? Um, look, I know. I, I don't mind this idea, but I think for most people... I'm going to make an assumption here just from what I've seen and how I see people do their makeup. Um, Contouring, like real chiseling. Actual contouring. Actual contouring is something that most people don't do. Don't do. Um, Like I mentioned before, there was sort of people overdid it when they learnt that contouring was a thing Um, and people were walking around with brown stripes on their face and down their nose um, and you know jawline and everything so I think people were burnt by contouring and now they mm-hmm. sort of step back there are still people that do it and it suits them and they do it am- an amazing job of it but I think most mm-hmm. people do what I would what I think the industry would call bron and that's what I tend to do yeah. you take a bronzer and you just sort of dust it around your face to add some dimension to your face without doing the chiseling so mm-hmm. I like the idea of this split I feel like if you were to do the proportions that I would use it, you'd make the bronzer pan at least double the size of the contour just so you could use it up at the same rate. But at least with this way, you can sort of dip into, you know, both pans to customize your bronzer shade. One can be more summer, one could be more winter. Um, So, yeah, I feel like it's interesting. But, again, I feel like Wayne is a little bit I think he sees through the eyes of a makeup artist and what he uses. Yeah, he does. 100%. Yeah, and and this is not what your everyday consumer uses. Yep.
0: I, I agree. This is the last thing, the last thing that we're going to talk about in this episode before we wrap
1: it up. Okay, podcast people, uh, we're doing air quotes. <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry. <laughs> that was just a long <laughs> silence there. <laughs> Me like air quoting nothing. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is from Winky Lux. These are pH glosses. That's just what they're called, pH gloss. So it's a color-enhancing gloss with pH-activated ingredients, that reacts with the lips' natural chemistry, leaving leaving, a flattering wash of colour. They're infused with fruit oils, and they're supposed to moisturise the lips for a smooth, supple pout. comes in three shades, prickly pear, raspberry, and grapefruit. Um, They do show... Now, there's been a lot of debate about pH lip products. Sort of always just being the exact same color on the lips Mm -hmm. always like um you know brands would say no no they're they're different we make them different um but they always just end up looking the same but they have shown that no these are different ish raspberry and prickly pear i mean they're pretty similar Grapefruit is much more of a coral pink, though, whereas Prickly Pear is very bright pink and Raspberry is also very bright pink, but maybe just one notch less intense than Prickly Pear.
1: Yeah, look, I think what happens here and the way, like I think of Lipstick Queen being able to Mm. bring out more purple-toned ones and using this ingredient to its full potential, Um, essentially the shade-adjusting, pH-adjusting ingredient does go bright pink. But if your gloss, like if you look at the grapefruit one, the wand is practically orange. Uh, If you look at the prickly pear one, it looks like almost like a neon purple. So the Mm. gloss needs to tweak the shade of the pink so you can get the different shades uh, as the overall effect what will happen though is once the gloss wears down it will be the same the staining same color. sort of color underneath because the ph shade is always the same so i'm glad that mm. they can tweak them so there is a raspberry shade there is a coral shade there is more of a magenta pink shade but mm. at the at the crux of it it's all just a vibrant pink what i do find interesting about this and this shows how like simple i am raspberry has a natural raspberry flavor Mm. grapefruit has a natural grapefruit flavor and prickly pear has a prickly pear flavor with vanilla so i want these because they smell different and i like things that smell nice but i probably wouldn't use them because i don't like the colors so there we go no i don't
0: like those ph adjusting i just think the color is so ugly
1: yeah, I agree. Because I don't mind a bright coral or a bright pink, but if I'm going to wear a bright, I don't want it to be like a sheer gloss or a gloss that wears no, down. I want it to no. be like a bold and like lip and a statement lip.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And once it wears down, it's a little bit patchy and it kind of looks just looks ugly. So that is it for this week's episode, and that means it's time to dedicate this episode to a beauty news VIP, and this week's VIP is Kim. Thank you, Thank you Kim. Kim. For supporting beauty news and thank you to everyone who supports beauty news in whichever way you choose to do so Kat tell us about our little emoji brain teaser
1: okay so we decided to come up with one each mine is much easier and Haley's is harder so I, you can choose which one you can try to go the expert level I would only probably get it from one from one yeah emoji of one so one emoji yeah I'll go through mine and Haley will go through hers okay Easy right. one. Teddy bear, bikini, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. baby emoji. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to be demonetized.
0: <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. Um, all right. I'm going for a mask, liquid drops, and a cactus. Put them together. What have you got? Alright guys, so that is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up. And if you are not a precious person, stick around because we're <laughs> going to talk about Jeff. Okay, so we have a new product from Jeffree Star Cosmetics. This is the Fuck Proof Mascara. Also, if swear words hurt your ears, then I don't even know why you're here in the first place. But don't blame us, we didn't name it that. Um, so, they're saying that this is obviously their first ever mascara. Uh, It has a uniquely designed brush that wraps around each lash for instant length and volume that is water resistant and smudge resistant for all day wear. They don't really say much more about the product. The only thing that gives away exactly what this product is, other than a mascara, obviously, is that they mention... um, how to remove the product and they say gently pull the tubes off using warm water so this is a tubing mascara Mm -hmm. Um, it is in the shade of a an adult um pleasure toy it is a it's a flogger i believe that's what they call them so the um the brush applicator and the tube of the mascara has this sort of um like braided leather pattern all over it and then it has like a little tassel that attaches to the base of the mascara um which makes it look like a whip essentially it retails for $23 and they're saying that it's sold out already um so there's that
1: i'm i'm a bit funny about this mascara i think mm. okay Pros and cons. Let's start with the cons mm-hmm. because it's Jeffree Star. Um, this is fucking stupid. Like, this is... this is. I feel like this sold out because, A, he didn't stock much because he wanted to sell out because that's mm-hmm. a kind of like... I think people criticised his last release for not selling out at all. And so yeah. I think that he's probably read that reaction and read the ha-ha-ha, this is still in stock five days after launch. Um, clearly... You know, people hate Jeffree Star these days and it's hurting his pocket. And I'm sure that that sort of he got a little bit bitter about that because it seems like the dude that, like, But anyone would. Anyone Anyone would. But a good business person would probably note that and go, okay, let's shift what we're doing instead of taking it personally and being like, let's only stock 50 of these items so they're guaranteed to sell out. Okay, I'm sure he stocked yeah. more than that, but I feel like he understocked just to have the sellout title. Um, yeah. I have to say, though, that for the component and the box that you get, which if you're not a fan of excessive bulk that's just going to go to a landfill, this is going to aggravate the crap out of you, and it does me mm. as well. But 23 bucks, I thought this was going to be more. Like, if he can be so... Yeah brash as to uh sell a highlighter for 50 us dollars i thought this was going to be mm. more money so at least he kept the price fairly low um there's nothing revolutionary about a tubing mascara look they are notorious for not transferring or smudging so i guess mm. tubing mascara is a there we go. It's yep. something new today. But I do like this the wand of this. Like I actually like the shape of the bristles. I think it looks like a good mascara shape. But I feel like this is just again being brash and crude for the sake of being brash and crude and um I feel like that's all Jeffree Star has these days. Like it's just the shock value. And yeah, I feel like half the people probably, probably bought this so they can review it and be and a get the Jeffree Star clicks because that's a thing mm-hmm. um, but also to show how like look what I bought this ridiculous mascara let's see if it works you'll see a whole I'm slew itchy. of those videos yeah you'll see a yeah, whole yeah. bunch of those videos of people trying to get views by reviewing it um, I do like that the dangly thing is detachable so you can maybe put it on a key ring or maybe put it on a bag like it's not completely useless but I feel like this is over-packaged, over packaged over like uh sexualized and I know that mascaras are notorious for being sexualized products. Um you've got I better have no than idea sex. Why. You yeah yeah I don't know why either. Um but you have like yeah. perversion mascara, you have a whole bunch of mascaras yeah. that have those sort of names and he's clearly trying to trump them by being like, look how look how tacky I can be. No one cares, Jeff. No one fucking cares.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I just feel like the the shock value with Jeffree Star, like it's boring. It's just so I think it's because it's just been done too much. Mm-hmm. And it's it kind of feels like, are you just one note? Like I I don't feel like we've seen any um, uh, gross growth around that. It's always just sort of been the same saying. Yes. Yeah. Just shock value, shock value, and I'm just like I don't know. It's just not very interesting to me. I
1: it's also feel like boring. this is probably a bad move because I'm sure the mascara is probably half decent at the very least, and I think if he was actually a smart business person, okay, release it in the way that is currently releasing it and have the excessive packaging and the oh I can't show mum the mascara I'm wearing because it's something whatever whatever um it's actually a sex toy you can use it it doubles as a sex toy at home um but I feel like you should have also released it in a just a sleek plain tube for cheaper Mm. because mascaras are the bread and butter of many brands Too Faced for example they probably make most of their money off their mascara because when it comes to highlighters, eyeshadow palettes, um, all these other products, you don't use them up very fast. They take years to use up Mm. often. Um, And so I feel like a brand who can sell a lot of mascaras or a lot of setting sprays or a lot of things that people use frequently and use maybe use a few of them a year – that's where you can make some decent mm. money. So the fact that he's making this out to be a gimmick that a lot of people probably don't want to repurchase, um, I think he's actually doing a disservice to his own brand in a, in a business sense because if it is a good mascara, mm. this could you know maybe sway some people to come back to try Jeffree or um, at least keep his current supporters still there. So I think it's, mm. it's a, a, a dumb way to market a mascara
0: not very exciting i don't look it'll if you're excited about it and you're sad that it sold out because you didn't get to buy it don't worry it'll be back it'll be back in two weeks two weeks trust me he's not sold out he's got more
1: it'll take like six to eight weeks to get the packaging made and the product uh manufactured but he'll be back in two weeks because it's not a real sellout it's a staggered release it's a staggered release
0: All right, so that really is it. That is the end of the episode. We don't have any more of these air quotes going on or, you know, nothing Sadly. like that.
1: No, I'm losing my voice. so probably good. Yeah,
0: good. <laughs> Time to go. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, give it a thumbs up and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.